The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 17th chapter. Jesus prays. I have made my name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you, for the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you. And they have believed that you have sent me, I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and all yours are mine. And I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name and that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the one destined to be lost, so that Scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. In biblical times... Old age was prized and considered to be a gift granted by God to only a few as a reward for their faithfulness. Being old was a sign that a person walked very closely with God. The gift of growing old was not only given to the recipient, but a gift for the whole community. The presence of someone old in the community was a blessing of wisdom, experience, and spiritual presence given by God. Today, many senior adults have lived long lives full of faithfulness, and they are a gift to our church. They have served the church in the past and will continue to serve the church into the future by nurturing and mentoring the faith of those who follow in their footsteps. And I have been blessed by those gifts in my life. My first year of college, as I was getting ready to go home for Christmas break, a bunch of my friends were getting together talking about what we were going to do, and there were many plans for family gatherings, and I did not have those plans. See, I was going home to see my family, but most of my extended family lives all across the United States. And at this time in my life, both of, all of my grandparents have passed away. But I clearly remember going home for that Christmas break 
And I was gathering with my friends and my parents. And then I went back to college and we were all talking about what we did over Christmas break, recalling what our families talked about. And, and many of my friends said they received hundreds of questions from their grandparents asking them what their experiences were like their first semester in college. And then I started to realize I had those same experiences in my church. Larry in the choir was talking about the singing lessons that I took at college. Linda, one of my Sunday school teachers, wanted to make sure that I was doing okay with my studies. And, and Rod and Millie were asking about the friends that I was making in school. And they were concerned about my well-being. And they asked out of love, as a, like they were all a part of my family. We have an intergenerational congregation. And as we look around, we see people from different generations gathering together each and every Sunday. And while it does have its challenges... It is also a blessing. We all can learn from one another, support one another, bless one another with the gifts that we have as individuals, but also the gifts that we have coming from different generations. God has blessed us. And as we gather together, we can thank God for the gifts that we each have been given in God. So as I was looking for inspiration for today's service, I went straight to the Bible and I was reading a few passages and I want to share those with you today. The first is from Psalm 71. The psalmist writes, this is a prayer for lifelong protection. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to all generations to come. <clears throat> One of the things that we are called to do as Christians is to proclaim God to the world. And the psalmist is asking for guidance in that. This congregation is blessed with individuals who go each and every month to visit our homebound people. Our outreach committee meets and we talk about the needs of our congregation. And then we talk about who is going to go see our homebound folks for that month. The outreach committee collects money each week at the coffee hour. This money goes beyond the walls of our church. We send this money that we collect at coffee hour to different organizations in the community as well as around the world. It's an amazing group of people, and I love meeting with them because our sole purpose is to talk about community and how we can grow in community. Other older church members are the pillars of our congregation. They do the things that are behind the scenes that no one knows about, from providing altar care to volunteering in the office, helping keep our kitchen clean and tidy, to many other things that need to be done around the church. And we are blessed because of that. But it's not only the physical part of our building that's cared for. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible says, In the last days it will be, God declares, that I pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men dream dreams. The dreams of the church. This is so important for our future. I love this verse from Acts because it's not only lifting up the importance of dreams, not the importance of, of visions, but also how everyone comes together for this purpose. 
It establishes a future for God's glory. Your young will see visions and your old will dream dreams. Each of us plays an important role in the mission and ministry of the church. You know, I've led many vision planning sessions over the years. And when I encourage people to come, many of the older people say, well, I don't want to come because I don't have anything to offer anymore. But I remind them of this verse in Acts and I remind them of the importance of their wisdom and experience because it's an asset to the congregation. It's an asset to the church. And when we work together as the one body in Christ, the church comes alive. What makes you feel alive? You know, we are, as a congregation right now, in the midst of a, of a dreaming process, of a visioning process. And I'm curious, of what makes you feel alive and connected with God? What reminds you that of the resurrection, especially on this final Sunday of the Easter season? We all need these moments when we feel connected with one another, when we feel alive and fully present with one another and with God. You know, one of the reasons why we need each other is we no longer have the physical presence of Jesus with us. But we are still doing the ministry that God is calling us to do. And we need reminders of this. We need reminders that the resurrection is not just a one-time event that happened so many years ago. But it is the one thing that secures our future. It brings us new life. And I think this is exactly what Jesus is talking about in his final prayer in our gospel reading today. It is something that the disciples got to hear. It's what they needed to hear. It's what we need to hear. You know, we have been blessed this Easter season with our fellowship experiences. We've had opportunities to get to know one another on a deeper level. A time to interact with each other in a, in a formal way. Like the Sunday when we celebrated our Sunday school teachers. And then we had a chance for adults and our Sunday school kids to get together and share stories. Not only their favorite biblical stories, but stories about their life. We had a time last Sunday... When on Mother's Day, when it was more of an informal time of conversation and fellowship. These are the experiences when I have seen our church come alive. When we gather together as the one body of Christ, like today as we worship together with one another, which is important. But what I think is even more important is when we take our worship experiences, whether we worship together or uh, at the two services, and we move that experience into the fellowship hall where we interact with one another on a deeper level. And then we move from the fellowship hall into the world and share God's grace and God's glory with the world. We have an amazing church community that is willing to try new things, that is willing to connect with one another, young and old alike. We have a community that takes seriously what it means to be alive in Christ. And it is in these moments that we come together and we live a resurrection life here and now. We have these experiences where we not only proclaim Christ with our lips, but also with our lives. 
The prayer that Jesus prays for us in today's gospel is important because it reminds us that being alive is not only a blessing, but it is a gift. The resurrection is not only Jesus appearing in a a garden or in the locked room or on the shores of Galilee, but Jesus is present here with us today in our lives. Because Jesus wants us to live a life of resurrection with and for one another. Jesus wants us to connect with one another in and out of worship, in and out of fellowship. Because as we do that, we further the kingdom of God. And we know what it's like to live a resurrection life. So I want to thank you. Thank you to our elders. Thank you for being here for the church over the years. Thank you for being a part of something special. For supporting a ministry that you love. Thank you for the prayers that you have offered every generation in our church. And please accept the prayers that we pray for you today. As we celebrate your commitment to this ministry. And your commitment to the faith which Jesus calls you to. Amen. experiment to learn together on how to be the church in the world today. Thank you for your faithfulness to listen to the word of God, to worship together, to pray together, to commune together, and to be sent into the world together as we respond to and share God's love with all people. Amen.